This is Winging It, the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. It happens in between both proper to ensure that you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. I mean, like, every fucking week. I mean, there's no joke. We do not give you any downtime from us. I mean, of course, if you want any of that, all you do is just simply don't listen but how could you resist i just don't find it a viable solution so um p.s just in case you're wondering who's in the know uh the person that's speaking so david's only been in the know once (laughs) so far in 32 shows perhaps he shall uh, put in his time for a future winging it but we shall see so are you excited are you jazzed are you ready yeah, this is it's always great because unlike reality TV, which is totally fake and mm. totally blows, this is uh this is real and it to- and it totally blows. I mean, so uh yeah, we we do not uh script this ahead of time. Unlike we might occasionally dabble in such things on Birds of a Feather, but this part we assure you is 100% uh spontaneous and raw and uh it will show, I'm sure. <laughs> what about this blows? Is this your blowing chunk thing? Is that <laughs> Oh, I mean, I mean, not that part. It's just spontaneous. Mm. It's real. You may want to edit that out then. If you said we blow, I'm not <laughs> sure. I feel like you're offering sexual favors. I'm not sure that you can deliver, and I'm not going to. Song blows. All right. Maybe so. I've deflected certain emails that you never saw. You know? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, now I'm real worried. So this particular show, this is the big reveal, the big moment, the moment you've been waiting for for at least a week, I'm assuming, at least. Uh, maybe two. Some of the most suspicious musician deaths of all time. Oh, I'm not buying it. I don't know. We'll see. Bobby Fuller is our first stop on the list. and uh, Of the Bobby Fuller Four. Of the Bobby Fuller Four. And the famously covered I Fought the Law. Oh, yes, indeed. He died under suspicious circumstances on July 18th, 1966. Now, what happened? The singer's mother found him unresponsive in the front seat of her car, not even his car. Authorities ruled the death accidental asphyxiation, though fans continue to debate whether it was a tragic mishap or something more sinister. Why are they thinking it's more sinister? Well, listen to this. His body was doused in gasoline. Oh, yeah. And there was a gas can nearby. The medical examiner, however, marked both accident and suicide. I didn't know you could like it. I didn't know it was like pick Either as many or, as you yeah. want, you know, um, on the death report. Though several questions about Fuller's suspicious state remain unanswered years later. Years later, Fuller's brother and bass player Randy claimed roulette records owner Morris Levy, who had mafia ties, was responsible for his death. So is this that old carbon monoxide poisoning thing? Is that what we're talking about yes, here? Yes, except he was except for the doused, doused in gas. gas. I mean, like that would kill you. But of course, see, what people realize, uh, that would not work today. Okay, cars mm. simply don't put out any kind of carbon monoxide at all anymore. But if you have an old car, if you have a really old car. But back in the day, it was it was something people did. Now, did he do it and douse himself? You know what? Could be he doused himself with gasoline. Uh, thought better of it and thought, you know, this is going to be a sucky way to die. Uh, set myself on fire. Uh, so I think sucky. I'll just 
choke on carbon monoxide and go to sleep. That seems great. That Well, better than lighting yourself on fire. So well, I'm it, just saying, you already have the gasoline fumes you're choking on. Now you add, you know, the carbon monoxide. I mean, you just—it's not a good place to be. Well, I mean, why would he be dousing gasoline otherwise? I mean, did the killer just say, "Oh shit, I don't have any matches, but I have keys to a car"? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, I it mean, just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, because then wouldn't you find a way to light the car on fire or some shit? I mean, and, if, I, I mean, in his mother's car. And uh, one thing, this would work even in today's. Uh, vehicles that don't put out any carbon monoxide because you'd die from the gasoline fumes if you left the windows up anyway. So. That's true. And and you might be wondering, well, why does David seem to know so fucking much about cars? Oh, yeah. Well, that's because David owned a smog shop for years. Well, years. In, a, in a training institution. I, I, uh, actually yes. teach. I actually am a professor. I just thought I'd... Uh, um, I don't know about Professor Griff, but uh, <laughs> I actually am one. But uh, yes. I was up until last year when I voluntarily stopped teaching. But, uh, yeah, so I just thought I'd incorporate that into my name. It gives me more things to rhyme with. That's correct. And he does know a fuckload about cars. Less every uh, day. N- that's not true. Anyway, so, uh, by the way, he was born December uh, 1942 and obviously died July 1966. So, wow. very young. And, and he wasn't fighting the law when it happened. Huh? Uh, if he did, the law won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. So the next one is Sam Cooke. Uh, Have you heard about this? Did you know the details of Sam Cooke's demise? No, I know his wonderful music. Uh, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't. Uh, but no, I do not, actually. I just know that it happened at some point or another. He is, in fact, dead, but I don't know how. Well, they are saying, or allegedly, hotel manager Bertha Franklin shot and killed the legendary R&B singer under suspicious circumstances at a Los Angeles motel in 1964. She claims he barged into the reception office and attacked her, causing her to shoot him in self-defense. Hmm, why would anyone do that? On the night of the shooting, a young woman named Elsa Boyer met Cook at a restaurant and accompanied him to the motel where she claimed the singer tried to sexually assault her. She fled to the manager's office with Cook in pursuit. So that's what she's saying happened. He demanded that Franklin tell him where the young woman went. When a fight broke out, Franklin fired three times, shooting chest, shooting chest, shooting Cook once in the chest. Authorities ruled the death a justifiable homicide. After Cook's death, many questioned the accuracy of the official version of events. A month later, Boyer was arrested for prostitution, the same person Mm. who said that he sexually assaulted her. Franklin, whose own criminal record included time as a madam, Mm unsuccessfully sued Cook's family. And to this day, many believe that his death was a pre-planned murder. Some suspect his wife, Barbara, of being involved, while others think that Boyer and Franklin plotted to kill him together. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so you may be too high right now because that was the original story. This is the shooting of Sam Cook. That's true, but that was, <laughs> but that was such a good story. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, st- I'm still enjoying that story. Okay, so yeah, you see, we're too high. Okay, <laughs> okay so we cut that part. But go ahead. So uh, this is where you react to it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you need a, a synopsis? 
Well, I think Sean uh, killed him under yeah. suspicious suspicious yeah. circumstances. She he barged into the room, so supposedly chasing the woman he just tried to sexually assault. Yeah. Now a room is much more threatening than say a lobby or something like that. I mean, somebody barged into a room or or a house. You know, I'm castle doctrine and all that. I mean, seriously, a person can feel uh, threatened if he did that. Then um, it would depend. Well, if there were a, if he had uh, picked up an object or anything like that. But seriously, if you want to get shot, that's that's how you get shot, doing shit like that, if in fact it happened like that. But I'm just asking this question. This is what I'm thinking about. But of course, it, it's a good, easy frame-up, too, because if it's somebody you know, or somebody who has reason to be there besides forcing their way in, and it's arguable whether you invited them and then shot them, or they really broke in, no one will ever know because their ass is dead. Right, but here's what I'm thinking. True that. Mm. I'm thinking, okay, so you're there, and even if you have a gun... It's not just, you don't just have it sitting on a desk. You usually have it locked away, you have it put away, you have it somewhere. She, in this quick moment, he ran in supposedly chasing someone. She grabbed the gun and shot him three times when he walked. How did. Yeah, this I'm attack would, would probably be, it would manifest itself in some way that people could see. Right. If, in the, in the length of time it would take for anybody to get at a gun. If I had to get my gun out right now, some, uh, Sam Cook. <laughs> Sam Cook, we get to fuck things up for a while first. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Or, or somebody standing in the place of the allegations against Sam Cook. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, didn't know much about history or biology or perhaps civil conduct either. But uh, well, no one will ever know. It's a tough, it is a tough situation, which makes it a viable, suspicious circumstance. Absolutely. Well, then the madam thing, and yeah. the, I don't know. I mean, it just all seems she got arrested for prostitution, and Organized Franklin hit. was yeah. a... And, but why? Yeah. Well, something that, of course, they would know, and he would know, too, and nobody else. So. Yeah, like, was, were they... Did he deny them? Did You know what I mean? Or... Uh, they, they could have been in collusion with anything, or he could have nothing to do with it. I mean, uh, yeah. nobody will ever know. They ain't talking. But they ain't talking. He isn't either. Yeah. He died at age 33. Wow. All right. Next is Donny Hathaway. Soul singer Donny Hathaway had a long life ahead of him when he died again at age 33. The singer earned notoriety for his collaborations with Aretha Franklin and Curtis Mayfield. And in 1969, he released his own solo single. Now, the coroner office ruled the the coroner's office. I was wondering what that was all about. The coroner's office fucking. (laughs) Where's the love, man? I was trying trying to put myself in the audience's place. As if. As if I ever do that. The coroner's office ruled his January 1979 death a suicide, though rumors have quickly swirled that he may not have killed himself. Hathaway, a diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic, allegedly jumped from the 15th floor of the Essex House Hotel in New York, dying immediately upon impact. Now, friends said he was in good spirits that day after working with his frequent collaborator, Roberta Flack. Ah, we had just left her Central Park West apartment and were back in our rooms for the evening. He hadn't been drinking heavily or taking drugs of any sort. This is what Hathaway's business associate said at the time. So, somebody jumping off the 15th floor. Now, if you are paranoid schizophrenic, it doesn't matter whether or not you've been drinking or taking drugs. Those right. voices tell you to do all kinds of fucked up shit. Not just jump off a building, but kill people, hurt people, hurt yeah. yourself. So it's very interesting. I wonder, though, I mean, there's there's nothing here, nothing immediate, at least immediately obvious in this this article provided by Ranker.com 
that indicates that anybody had any bad will toward him, right? So you're not like, well, the other one was like mafia ties, yeah, right? I'm not hearing this. Bitter battle over yeah. this, that, and the other thing. I'm not know? hearing yeah. any of that. He's a collaborator. He's not, it's not like he stole anything. So I'm not really sure stole like music or rights or anything. So I'm not sure, but I am going the, I'm not even going suicide. I'm going, you know, like temporary insanity that it's pierced. That's why he jumped off the 15th floor. I guess we'll never know, but uh, very suspicious for sure. What are your thoughts? Well, it's another one of those things where there's always going to be some doubt, uh, like other cases we've heard. And the fact that somebody uh, pointed out that he seemed, you know, in good spirits and everything, unfortunately, it is a sort of a tendency with a certain number of suicidal people that once they finally made up their mind, their spirits pick up and people don't worry about them anymore because they seem to, they appear to be normal. Right. Or what if the voices were saying positive things like, you'll be okay if you just jump. Yeah. Everything will be great if you just jump. You know what I mean? It, yeah. He could be feeling great. Yeah. I mean, they could be in a happy place about to do what you consider to, what is actually, in fact, a terrible thing. Exactly. And uh, so they can appear in good spirits. You don't have to be, uh, look down or show any signs of depression or anything to, to kill oneself. I mean, that's not... Yeah, and I think the weird part, um, again, to your point, I think the weird part is they're like, he hadn't been drinking or taking drugs that day. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so... He know, normally drinks and takes drugs all the time. I bet a significant percentage of people who kill themselves don't either. Probably know. not. They're just, you know, especially, again, paranoid, schizophrenic. It's such a tough thing to be dealing with, so... Poor guy, but it certainly is suspicious, and we will never get to the bottom of it, because only he knows. So this one is not going to be shocking. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur's death is one of the most legendary unsolved murders of all times and remains a fascinating chapter in the East Coast-West Coast rap war. This happened in 1996 when an unknown assailant shot and killed him in a storm, a storm of gunfire in Vegas. Now, there are numerous theories that have emerged, uh, but one confession has shed light on the case. Oh, this is the one you're talking about. Cafe D, a former gang member whose name is Dwayne Keith Davis, claims to have been in the car with the killer on the night of Shakur's death. People have been pursuing me for 20 years. I'm coming in now because I have cancer and I have nothing else to lose. All I care about now is the truth. When asked who shot the gun, Davis kept his mouth shut, going to keep it for the code of the streets. It just came from the back seat, bro. Okay, so um, even, let's assume that's true. Okay, I mean, a person with cancer could just make up a story just as well as anybody true. else, although that would be a motive to tell the truth and right. come clean and all that stuff. And uh, get but a little he didn't note. tell us anything. No, and that's just it. He was there. That's really interesting. If it he is. were not there, Tupac Shakur would still be dead. So his, p- his, you know, it's not like he drove the getaway car. No, it's not like he, he sh- didn't he, shoot the he gun. He didn't shoot the gun. He right. didn't uh, fire the gun. And no, so it's 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 useless. It's one of those Forrest Gump things. He was everywhere. Yeah, yeah he was everywhere, and it's not helping us. Unfortunately, Tupac died at 25, and no one will ever know. It's it's been unsolved for so many years, and there is no sign that it will be solved ever. I mean, if that were true, a man was murdered, okay? That's right. And he knows who did it. It's some kind of justice, some kind of closure, at least to look into it, at least to consider it. Right. But the code of the street is more important. And I, if you're I, about to die... Yeah, if you're about to die, too, what does the code of the street really well, mean? What does it matter? I mean, is that your, like, God or something? You know, I mean, you know, it's, no. I, mean, I that's, don't know. I mean, it isn't if, if you're defending somebody who really deserves it or anything. like He, he killed somebody, you know, so... 
very, very sad. And on the same, in the same vein, Notorious B.I.G. Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., was Tupac Shakur's biggest rival. He's East Coast, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I believe so. I think uh, Pac was West Coast and he's East East Coast. And was eerily murdered, uh, and he was eerily murdered, he being Notorious B.I.G., just a few months after his former friend. Biggie's case also remains unsolved, though his mother told the Daily Mail she knows who killed her son. She says, I have a very good idea who murdered Christopher, and I genuinely believe that the LAPD knows exactly who did, too. They've done their investigation, but they refuse to move forward. I don't know why they haven't arrested who was involved. It seems to me that's one giant conspiracy, and someone is definitely being protected somewhere. Despite the theory surrounding Biggie's death, the rapper's killer has never been caught, and the case remains unsolved. Now, you could say it was retribution for what happened to Tupac, right? Because you don't assume that Tupac's peeps killed him, right. right? Or that Biggie's peeps killed him. So there is questions. I mean, they were rivals. They were former friends. So could it have been the, you got mine, I get yours? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but two very talented rappers died very soon after one another. Two rappers a damn sight better than anything we got now, or most Hell of yeah. what we got now. They were amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, I still go out and listen to to Biggie and 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 Pac. I do. It's it's no joke. So anyway, very suspicious, very sad. Um, and uh, the people who have the knowledge, apparently, they're taking it to their grave. So we will never know. All right. Next up, Gary Driscoll of Rainbow. In 1987, Rainbow drummer Gary Driscoll was found dead at a friend's house in upstate New York. Various reports claim that his body had been dismembered and possibly flayed. One rumor pointed to satanic rituals or drug deals gone wrong. Investigators' lead suspect fled the country after questioning, and the murder remains unsolved. Uh, yeah, uh, that's not natural causes when you're dismembered. No, no, and so, flayed. And flayed, yeah, and possibly flayed. Possibly. Yeah, possibly flayed. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's definitely not uh, any of the... That's a little less suspicious than the other ones. It's like, was it an accident? No, there's no question about that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't dismember himself. Yeah, he didn't dismember himself. Or I mean, flay himself. He'd, have to, he'd run out. Or possibly uh, flay himself. Yeah, he, I mean, he did not do he that. He did not do any of that. All right, so 41 when he was killed in Ethica, New York. Well, allegedly killed. I mean, again, this is not a suicide situation. Um, how old would he be today if, if... You mean if he hadn't been dismembered and possibly flayed? <laughs> For sure, yes. Yes, <clears throat> yes. He would probably, he'd be in his 80, 81 or something Probably like that, 81, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so he'd be basically like almost all the arena rock giants that are uh, touring the world right now. <laughs> That's true, exactly. So very, very sad. Um, interesting. He was dead at a friend's house, some friend. That, yeah, that's a it's a shocking tale. Obviously, not natural causes, nothing like that. No. And um, well, I mean, I, you know how I hate gossip, but since this is the only show that's kind of appropriate to throw gossip out there, um, Richie Blackmore is kind of widely known to have been like a fucking monster. You know? Oh shit! Yeah, he's supposed to be a really. Um, Ronnie James Dio calls him cruel. Just a, he's just a cruel man. Oh my god! But I don't think he would chop up his uh, his drummer. So yeah. one would hope. All right, so here's one that everybody knows is Kurt Cobain. In the decades since the incident, Kurt Cobain's alleged suicide has become one of the most talked about musician deaths of all time. 
Recently, a longtime Cobain conspiracy theorist attempted to acquire photos of the rock star's death scene, but was rejected by the Washington Court of Appeals. Thank God, you fucking ghouls. I know. What the hell? I have never seen these graphic and disturbing images, nor do I ever want to, Cobain's wife said. Certainly, public disclosure would reopen all my old wounds and cause me and my family permanent, indeed, endless and needless pain and suffering. And that would be a gross violation of our our privacy interests. The conspiracy theorist in question, Richard Lee, has tried to prove for years that the Nirvana frontman was killed. Now, here's the thing that bothers me about this story. Kurt Cobain was known for being depressed. He was known for being very sad. He did not deal with fame well. All of this was very difficult for him. He wanted normalcy, but then he also wanted to share his music with the world. He had no idea what would happen. And when you become famous, everything changes. So I think that it's sad that that there's an assumption that he was killed because people think, oh, if you're famous and you're making money, then you couldn't possibly be sad. And there's nothing further from the truth. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, bazillionaire or a famous person. If you're sad, you're sad. You know, so I, I worry about that. I mean, now I'm not saying that he couldn't have been killed, but there was a note that is very much in the flavor of. Kurt Cobain, very much the kind of thing that you would imagine he would write, given his songwriting and everything. And it was a very heartfelt. So it didn't make any letter. sense then. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Jeez, uh, <laughs> this is a fucking brutal shit. And um, so I don't know. I I have issues with it. What do you think, though? Well, I mean, it's one of those things where there isn't any particular reason to think anyone did kill him. I mean, it's not at all incredible that he killed himself. I mean, it's not like there's some. Um, you know, shot in the back of the head six times things. It was not some, right. you know, uh, completely some forensic evidence that completely throws the theory out or anything. He very well could have killed himself, and he probably did. He was known, I'm not one to read about gossip, as you know, and things like that, but I heard he was um, some autobiographical stuff that he was in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. that he had to take medication for it. That's true, too. And he was depressed, and he was just fucking fed up with it. And uh, he, there's no reason to think, poor, I might... I've joked about it once, uh, rashly, but uh, there's no reason to think the uh, wife killed him or anything. He probably no. just killed himself. No, I, I agree. It's a I terrible just, tragedy. It's I mean, a terrible tragedy. Absolutely, very heartbreaking, and it was definitely the the death that shook the world. It was like Elvis of our time. I mean, people were crying in the streets. It was very hard for people to handle that this this figure that was just really starting mm-hmm. um, had died uh, of his own. You know, obviously at his own hand. So it's a very sad situation. Uh, but again, no one will ever know. And regardless of what the scene shows, you know, whether or not he had the gun next to him, he had the gun in his hand. You know, it's all about proximity, like whether or not he could have done it. And it seems like he could have done it to himself, yeah, even I with mean, a shotgun. There's no ruling it out. Right. And why uh, inject a, a suspicion into this particular life without any you know strange uh, backstory or anything? It's why the- him? Nobody questions uh, another fantastic musician who was exact opposite, who was not just on the ascent, who was, you know, semi-retired or still playing but old. Uh, Keith Emerson mm. of Emerson, Lincoln Palmer killed himself. Nobody questions that. Yeah. Because. It's you know I mean he could be he was depressed in fact he did it uh, for a, a reason something that was bothering him uh, just like Co- Kurt Cobain was so why should it be a mystery about Cobain you know? well it's the same thing that yeah. I was saying earlier people don't think you can be sad if you're successful and that's not real no God it's just Lord, not real no. good heavens yeah. so unfortunate and we lost him at 27.
Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is Paul Williams of The Temptations. So he was the co-founder of The Temptations, and he died in 1973. He had just begun work on a solo album. He was found in a Detroit alley with a gun near his body. While authorities ruled his death a suicide, theories have floated for years that he was murdered. He suffered from sickle cell anemia, also abused alcohol later in his life, and his death remains a mystery, although some look to his health struggles and alcohol eh, and alcoholism as possible factors in his suicide, if it was a suicide. Again, I mean, any you could look at almost anything where somebody was not in a, you know, in a inside a vault or something who killed themselves and think, oh, maybe somebody else was involved with that. Right. You know, I mean, uh, I think it's just because they're celebrities and somebody just wants to start something swirling. Uh, and, you know, you always get some, you know, half, half-baked half crazed relative or friend or something like that who just can't accept that they did it. Right. And they want to drag somebody else into it and create all kinds of stuff. I mean, uh, I don't know anything about any of these cases that's particularly suspicious. Uh, uh, the suicides, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Chris Cornell thing. Nobody wants to believe that he took his own life because, you know, I mean, if you look at the just the facts, right? Family man has a great family, great career, one of the most beloved vocalists of all times. You know, he he found it helped to found the, you know, Seattle sound, the grunge sound, all of that. Okay, but that doesn't change how he feels inside. The same thing. With who else killed themselves recently? Robin Williams. Robin, well, that yeah. was the one I was thinking of, too. Yes. People can't believe that a comedian could be sad or a comedian could kill himself when he found, finds out he has a, a debilitating disease. I mean, of course he can. It breaks your heart and you wish it wasn't true. And maybe you think, oh, well, if I was in that position, I would never kill myself. You don't know. No. You don't know. You're, you can't possibly put yourself in their shoes or know what they're going through. So... These are some of the most suspicious deaths um, of famous musicians. Uh, Very, very sad and certainly suspicious. And unfortunately, most or all of these will remain unsolved. You know, it's sad to think about because they were all so young or much younger than, again, the arena rock gods we have working today or in their 70s and stuff like that. And they could still be doing that, too. Absolutely. A lot of them gone too soon. Many seemingly at their own hand. So very sad. Well, I know it was a very sad and solemn topic, but very interesting and certainly different. So now that we've exhausted this topic and uh, put it to bed, I guess that only leaves for you to say. Let's fly this coop. This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.